Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. Hi there, welcome back to Let the Rest Burn with The Evolved Therapist. I am in a hotel room here in downtown Orlando about to head back to Colorado. And I know that you all heard last week how incredible the last week has been for me. I head to head with like a deep part of me that was rooted in the ultra independent, like just, you know, put your head down, work harder than anybody else and just go, 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 go. And I was really called out in such a beautiful way by incredible entrepreneurs and amazing coach. And just, I had to reckon with who I am and what I want to do. And then I got on stage with a bunch of other podcasters and realized just how powerful the community is here and how much I really enjoy connecting with you all and how much I want to keep doing this. And to be honest with you, the podcast is the one thing that I keep coming back to that I want to that I want to expand, that I want to go, you know, maybe forever on. It's such a powerful platform where I get to be the speaker that I love to be, but I also get to connect with you all. I get to hear when things, you know, hit you in a certain way. When an episode, you know, brings emotion into your body, and that is I cannot tell you how meaningful it is when I hear you all reach out to me, when you DM me, when you message me, when you let me know that this episode has moved you. It brings me to tears at times because these topics are extremely vulnerable for me and I'm sharing them with you all and I'm being as honest as I possibly can be. And this one is going to be a little bit interesting. So I'm going to give a little warning here. We are going to talk about the body. Okay. So anybody that has any triggers around body issues, um, disordered eating, sex, be warned. This topic does cover a couple of those things. So if you want to kind of tune off, read the show notes, um, or message me and ask some questions, I'm happy to guide you through this, but we are going to dig into some of those topics. Because here's the thing, the ultra-independent oftentimes leads to a complete dismissal and ignoring of our body, and that can lead to some really difficult stuff. So we are going to talk about difficult topics on this podcast. So I just want you to really be prepared, kind of buckle in, and if you want to continue on with me in this journey, then welcome. If you want to take a pause, I invite you to do that now. Okay, everyone. So let's get real. Let's get real. The ultra-independent shadow archetype, this part of our identity, has been taught that we can trust no one but ourselves, that the betrayals in our early childhood were because people are inherently untrustworthy. And here's the tough stuff, okay? Our body wants to trust other people. 
I don't know if you all have ever experienced like a rage where you've been so mad at someone or so hurt by someone and then really quickly, like almost disturbingly quickly, you forgive them or you start being afraid that they're going to leave you or not talk to you when really you should be the one that's angry, but you're rapidly trying to figure out how to solve any relationship issues between you. This happened to me quite often in my marriage. I should have been mad at Mike many times over for things that I think anybody would have been upset by. And I immediately wanted to let it go. I didn't want to feel the anger in my body because it created distance. And so I, I would rapidly make it okay. I would ignore my body's signals to want to deepen, to want to talk about it, to want to connect. I would ignore my body's signals of wanting to, you know, really honor myself. Instead, I'd abandon myself in order to maintain the peace and to remain independent, right? I didn't want to appear codependent and I also didn't want to be completely alone, but I was completely unwilling to be vulnerable. So this is, this is the key and this is a hard distinction, y'all, okay? Ultra independents don't want to be alone. In fact, being alone is not something they really desire. They want to be in control. They want to be in power. And they definitely don't want to ever feel like they're weak or a novice or in the student position, if you will. So even if they are actually there, right? Like, even if I am truly a student, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to try and be the expert. There's a shadow archetype down the road called the know-it-all. Uh, this one is similar. It kind of comes in. Same thing with the alpha. They have you know elements of this. The ultra-independent takes it to a, a max in terms of the relationship. I will not be in relationship with anybody and be vulnerable. You will not know my true inner world. I'm going to give you pieces of it that you want to hear, but I'm not going to actually tell you what I'm all about. So how that shows up in the body is a numbing. And in order to numb, sometimes we utilize absolutely terrible methods to do that. One of them is to stay busy consistently and constantly in hypervigilance, that stressed out mode where we don't feel our body when it's distressed and we don't feel the desire for connection. We don't feel loneliness. Um, we're just go, 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 go. I did this so much in 2020 when the world was shutting down, my marriage was falling apart. And I just, I literally, guys, I caught up at like five in the morning, maybe 4.30. I was writing a book at the time. I wrote my book and then I did all of my morning stuff. And then I worked all day. Back then I was working like 35 to 40 hours a, a week with direct client calls, right? I was taking calls on my computer. I was working nonstop. And then after the kids went to bed, I would work until like 11 p.m. or midnight. I was exhausted. Like my body was depleted, but I ignored it. I drank a bunch of coffee. I completely ignored all of the signals my body was telling me. And I kept getting sick. I was extremely snappy and irritable with my kids. If anybody wanted to push me just a little bit further or ask for a little leniency, I was very sharp, right? My body was maxed out. The ultra independent is like the epitome of what burnout looks like because we cannot do life alone. It doesn't work. And our body is always trying to get us to reconnect to other people. So we really ignore those body signs. 
I mean, it can get to a point, y'all, where I won't drink water for a whole day or I won't pee for a whole day. (laughs) I think they go hand in hand, right? (laughs) But like, this is serious stuff. And this is where, you know, we kind of take a turn into the category that's a little tough to discuss. And that's, am I having sex with consent if I'm not in my body? Am I able to make decisions about my life that are aligned with what I actually want if I'm not in my body? Am I able to give myself the nutrition that I need if I'm not in my body? There's this term that I call um, consensual non-consensual sex. It's where you're agreeing verbally to sleep with someone, you're agreeing verbally to engage in an intimate act, but your body is completely disconnected. And this happens a lot with ultra-independence. They just want to get to the next task, the next thing. It's not an invitation into connection. They don't want to be vulnerable with their partner. And in fact, sometimes they choose partners that aren't vulnerable, that are unavailable, in order to keep them in that space where they don't have to connect in their body during sex. Sex is such a powerful place of surrender, especially if you're a woman. Uh, Men surrender here too, but in a different way. But this is a moment in which you connect with your body as well as the other person's body, right? This is where you are allowing this very tender and beautiful moment to emerge between two people or more, depending on your flavor. But you are letting this moment come into your life because you want to feel pleasure, because you want to be in your body. But if you're only doing it to do it, which often happens with the shadow the ultra-independent, you're missing out on and truly the pleasure of sex. There are so many women that I've talked to who do not enjoy sex anymore, who don't get pleasure in it. Sometimes it's painful. Um, they disconnect. They're thinking about the to-dos in their head. They're not in a place where they want to even connect with their own body. I'm going to ask you a question for all of you that are listening right now. When was the last time you took a big deep breath and actually felt the air come into your lungs, held it, and felt the air go out of your lungs. We breathe all the time, we move all the time, but our awareness of our body is extremely minimal. If we're not even aware of our breathing, how are we going to be aware of these moments where we're being asked to surrender to pleasure and we're being asked to surrender to vulnerability with another person? I would say for any of you that are currently struggling with this, where you're like, oh, she's calling me out. She is calling me out. I want you to start with self-pleasure. I want you to start there. Come back to your body alone in your room when you're comfortable, got nothing else to do, or maybe you're just putting a pause on all your to-do lists for like 10 minutes. You don't even have to have the goal of an orgasm, okay? It doesn't even have to be sexual, to be honest. I just want you to pleasure your body. Maybe that means putting lotion on your legs. Maybe that means a good little self-massage for your feet. Maybe that does mean pulling out your favorite toy. I want you to lean in and see how it feels, right? If you stop for just a moment and feel your body and all of a sudden other things come up, you might be in this shadow archetype. This is oftentimes the shadow that I attract as a therapist. I hold a lot of power 
with my clients. I can hold space for you to be strong, be tough, be frustrated, be independent. And it's not often that people who are in the ultra independent meet someone who could match their power. This is why I love working with entrepreneurs. This is why I love working with the, the people who like to do life a little differently because I know what that feels like. I am at the end of every month hosting a masterclass, a live masterclass where I get, I'm going to dive into this more and answer questions and really dig into what does it actually mean to heal this and what do we need to do to start? I'm giving you tools here on this podcast. I'm giving you little tidbits, but I'm going to give you an actual experience on the masterclass of healing this together. Because here's the thing, it has to start somewhere. And oftentimes it needs to start with just a a click of a yes, or listening to this podcast all the way through, or sending me a message and being like, this is me. When we get into the masterclass, we'll dive into what really creates the ultra-independent in different circumstances. We'll have everybody kind of name theirs and dig in a little bit more. But this is where we really have to come face to face that with the decisions that we make affecting our day to day. Our body is our best window into the present moment. And if y'all are not tuning into what she has to say, you are missing life. Oftentimes, I see eating disorders or disordered eating show up with this archetype as well not eating enough, not paying attention or overly fixating on the amount that you're eating, because really the ultra-independent is about power and control. How can I have the most power and control in my life and over my body and over the things that are unknown and scary? So this is where I need you to just stop for a second and say, is this me? And am I ready to heal this part of myself? Because it's keeping you separate from the life and the joy that you deserve. The ultra-independent is not a shadow that we want to glorify. It's one we want to let go of. And this is such a powerful, powerful tool that you can use to begin that process. So I want you to just stop. Put your hands on your chest, on just above your belly button. And I want you to take a big, deep breath. Hold it at the top and let it all the way out. Let's all make a promise together today, right now, to not try and do all of this alone, to recognize that the most powerful people in the world have support. And that is as scary as it is, someone letting you down is not the end of the world, but you letting you down will hurt much more. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're going to have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information. Like and subscribe and share with friends if you feel inspired to. And as always, let the rest burn. Thank you.